Girl, I was wearing a bathrobe and threw my wig on like a you know, like I put some lashes on. I was like, I got to see Erica, I gotta have lashes. You look amazing. You look incredible. Well, guys, we all totally messed at the beginning of this, but welcome to another episode of the Diamond Hands Podcast. We are here with Erica Berry. She is the owner, as you guys know, of Moksha Aesthetics um, and also um, Aesthetic University. And she has a huge Patreon. As you guys know, many of you guys are probably her Patreon people. Um, so we're really excited to get in it with you today, Erica. I'm excited to be here. I'm like very happy because I can hear my family while my son's screaming downstairs. I feel very like zen in this space. Good. That's good. They're out there. I'm in here. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's sometimes how it has to be in life. You know, you kind of separate a little bit, have your time. You know, we'll get into that a little bit later. But you know, running a business and being a mom, I think that's the biggest gripe that so many women, not in just this industry, but any industry, are like, how the frick do you do it? Yeah. Honestly. I think it's just like I was just saying, like I wear hats, like I have the mom hat on and I take it off and I put on like the injector hat and like the speaker hat and then wife hat. And sometimes like the hats get shoved in the closet and you like lose the hat. I'm like, where's my wife hat? Like I haven't seen it in a while. (laughs) And I think definitely discipline and commitment what we were talking about before. But for me, I wake up very early in the morning to like do my hour of exercise, regardless of how I feel. Am I hungover? Am I tired? Am I like have a complication? Like, doesn't matter. My ass is on a treadmill for an hour or doing something else for an hour. It's like me time. And then I conquer the day. And that's like my secret to handling all the stuff and then delegate. Like I'm not a micromanager. I like, am very tightly. I'm like, nope, you handle this. Nope. You handle that. I don't care if the dishes are done wrong. I don't care if dinner is not what I want. It's like, it's done. And that's all that matters. It's like not picking apart everything. And then just when I come home, this is the biggest secret. I take my cell phone and I put in airplane mode from the hours of 4 PM to 7 PM. I'm just with my son. Like I don't mess around. I don't Instagram. I don't answer texts. Like I'm just with him. And I think that's huge is like that's how I do and then when I'm at work I'm at work like it's not that I ignore what's going on but I'm in the room with the patient and that's all that matters I don't answer texts I don't do anything like I'm very focused so but it's hard some days it's a shit show I'm like where am I what am I doing (laughs) who am I doing like it is it gets cumbersome just definitely aesthetics is the hardest industry I tell injectors like if you can make it here you can make it anywhere because you have to have like a thick skin and be super mm-hmm. confident sometimes I'm like this I'm like hey tits out back you know like, stand up straight like you can handle this you're you're a badass yeah. um but yeah we all have our days where we're just like this is crazy <laughs> yeah no I know and I but I love what you touched upon there and and it, there's this book that an old boyfriend of mine long time ago 15, 16 years, maybe more recommended to me. I can't remember the name of it, but something that they talked about was what the concept that you're saying, do it, delegate it, dump it. Those are the three D's. And like, that's literally, you know, you're living that in your life. Yep. 
Yeah. And for me, I always, I tell patients this like Botox and filler isn't to look good. It's to like survive because I got my filler. I got my Botox. I got my weave. I have my eyelash extensions. I have my microbladed eyebrows. So for me to get ready in the morning, like for this podcast, I'm like lipstick, throw on my workout clothes. I'm ready. So like I can get ready. It's like the Steve Jobs, like, you know, Steve Jobs wore the same yes. neck every day. So you can mm-hmm. focus on like his career, not on what he looked like. So for me, I literally yes. wear scrubs every day, workout clothes every day. I literally put mm-hmm. on lipstick, curl my weave, and then I'm done. Like I don't fixate on like getting ready for an hour. Like that hour could have been like used on Patreon or used to see a patient. Yeah. So I'm big on being like very efficient as well. Yeah, efficiency. Yeah, girl. I'm a, you're gonna you're gonna be like involved in you know life coaching classes. I need to start taking some like so. You need to read. Have you read Atomic Habits? Oh my goodness! You know the sad thing about it. I have Atomic Habits on my Kindle. I haven't read it yet. I have between okay. my okay. So my little library across right here, and my Kindle are a shit show. I have too many books, and I'm like, before I buy anything else, I should probably read some of these. You should read it, but it's kind of the way I was raised where my mom was very like, you know, she's like a, a momager. She was like Chris Jenner. She yeah. basically was like, okay, you're going to wake up at this time and do like an hour piano practice. Then I played basketball and volleyball and then like mm-hmm. school. And then I was very kind of too much structured, but it really helped me because in college I played sports, like everything was structured. So now in my adulthood, I am very like efficient in my time. And then now I learned to like, let it all go. Like when I get home from work, I'm like, I don't care what's happening. Everyone's surviving. And I just turn everything off in airplane mode is the biggest, like the best thing on my phone. I'm like airplane mode. I don't see anything. I can't hear anything. Like it's just out of the, out of sight, out of mind. For yes. sure. I think that's huge. And it, you know, I, I grew up in a very religious household, which I know you did too. Oh yeah. <laughs> You know, there's a lovely Bible verse, guys, for those of you who study the Bible still. Um, it's called train up the child in the way they should go. And when they're old, they will not depart from it. And that is a really big thing. Your parents helped you develop that structure. Because sometimes when you get into these habits, and you, and you know, you probably see it with people that you work with sometimes too or whatever. It's just like, it's hard to change who you are once you've oh, yeah. developed that in your nervous system. Oh, yeah. No. And it's good too, because like, I also need to learn how to chill more. But I think it, there's, you need to find balance. Like life is all about balance. And like injectors that are too hyped up, I'm like, you're never going to survive because you're going to burn, like I burnt out big time. So you have to like, this is the big, the another secret I was teach. do not see patients every day. If you see patients every day, you know, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. every day, you will burn out. Like you have to have an admin day and an off day. So like Monday is my admin day. Wednesday is my off day. I can train or do whatever, but Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, I'm in the zone. Like I mentally am ready, but then you have to have your off days. Like you cannot go Monday through Friday or you will lose your mind. <laughs> like those patients, yeah. they will ruin you. Like they get into you and like, it is definitely, they are all encompassing. I'm like, oh my God, Karen, yes. you do not Karen. need more filler. Karen, sit down. Yeah, girl, it, it, it's crazy though that you say that because it's like, I found that recently in my practice, I used to see, you know, clients every single day yeah. and I was like, wow, I am not in a good head zone. So I'd be meeting with people. I'd be like fake smiling. And I'm like, wow, I do oh, yeah. not want to see you. Like, I don't care yeah. about your financial situation. Yeah. And I'd be like, and that I can see that in my results. Like I can see when I'm like in the zone, how my results are so much better versus when I'm just fake smiling and nodding and like, so not there. I'm like, Ooh, she did not need that extra syringe or, Ooh, I placed too much on that forehead. 
So I definitely want, it's better for my patients. It's better for me. It's better for my staff. Like I'm not snappy. Like it definitely, I'm, I'm telling people like you, you can't work every day. You'll, especially if you're a business owner, um, like, you will lose your mind. <laughs> and, you know, speaking about that capacity, um, my girl, Terry Ross, she talks about capacity a lot or have you, you know, even my girls at Maven, it's just like, you know, when, like how, so I think the biggest thing for newer injectors too, and you guys that are listening is just like, when you start, you feel like you're the only person that can do everything. Like I know an injector, she actually got physically ill and ended up, ended up hospitalized because she was working at the hospital and then working until like 10 o'clock at night, injecting patients. And she actually got physically ill. So like, at what point do you say money, it's time for me to hire somebody else and not have a full, full schedule? Yeah, I did it basically when I was booked out. Like, say you see your neurotoxin patients every, let's say, four months. So when I was booked out for four months and physically could not come back to see those people in four months, because I was, and then I was like opening another day. And then I was like double booking people. Then I was like coming in on Sundays. And so then I was like, no, 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 it's time to hire someone else. So I say, when you're booked out three to four months, that's when it's time. Or for me, I work really well with people. Like I'm an extrovert. So I get my energy when I'm around other people. So if you have that personality trait, hire someone right off the bat. If you want to train, like the best way to train a new injector is have them on your hip. Like literally my new injectors follow me around. They're my MAs. I pay them like nurses or nurse practitioners or PAs. And they're literally with me 24 seven. They pull up my meds. They do the consultation. They do the marking. They take the videos like they are me essentially. And then when they get mm. out in the real world, they feel ready. So mm. I think it's just, it depends on your personality. Jess, you know, Jess Mangas, yes. she's mm-hmm. my best. Fabulous. She's my opposite. She's like, no, no, no. I don't want to work with anyone else. I don't want to train another person. Like she's, so it's like everyone finds their own thing. Like there's not like a mm. cookie cutter, like algorithm. You have to find what works for you. And people are like, well, what if I train this person? And then they leave. I'm like, and so who cares? Good. God bless. Like bless and release. That's a good thing. But I think in this industry, we're very like, oh my gosh, we don't want anyone else to have what we have, like hoarding our stuff. I'm like, no, no, no. The more you give, the more it comes back. The more you give, Mm. it comes back. So that's the Patreon. Like why I got into Patreon because I was finding, I didn't have the knowledge. No one taught me shit. (laughs) Like no one taught me anything. I was like, Googling things, running in the back room and Googling like how to do a masseter injection. Like, this is terrible. So I think yeah. giving it forward, I learn a ton. Like when I yeah. teach someone, they're like, actually, Erica, I do it this way and it makes me a better provider. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this industry is very cutthroat. It's me, it's mine, it's my way, it's my patient. You can't have, which is mm. not at all. <laughs> it's not. And it, and it, and it reminds me of a, another little song we used to sing in church. Give and it will come back to you. Anyway, good measure. Okay, I'm not going to sing. But that's, it's like give and it will come back to you all yeah. the time. It's like, you know, and I have to agree with that because in my career, there's been so many times where I'm like, I'm doing this stuff. A lot of stuff when I started, I was doing it for free, essentially, just so I could be yeah. like build up my skills and everything. And it's just like, it was kind of crazy or like not free, but like really below my worth. And so yeah. I was doing that. And, but I was like, you know what? These are deposits into the universe. That's what I call them. Deposits into the universe. And then they always come back bigger than you ever always always I could not agree more and I think too like it just it surprises patients like a patient will come at me and be like oh I live in Connecticut 
you know, I'll come down to see you. I'm like, no girl, like why come see me when I can find you an amazing provider that I trust with my own face near you. And they're like, really? Like, you don't want my money. I'm like, no, like they, they see confidence in that. Like to me, that speaks like you're confident to bless and release and like send out into the world. And they want, like, people love gossip. They love gossip. So I always teach all my injectors, I don't care if they call you a hoe, they call your mama a hoe, you sit there and you smile and you just, you know, you don't have to agree with them, but just you smile and nod and be like, "Uh uh-huh, okay, well, that's great. Like, but do not speak ill of anyone. I don't care if you hate them. I don't care what they did, but like, that's, I think our industry loves like the nitty gritty, um, all the gossip. I mean, it really does. And I mean, so going back to what you said, um, yeah. and I'm losing my train of thought. Wow. But nitty gritty gossip is definitely a thing in our industry, but also abundance is the abundance versus the scarcity mindset. And that is what really messes some people up, you know, because they're thinking in scarcity. There is, there's how many, I don't even remember the, the stat, Erica, there's millions of people in the United States. Like you cannot, and everybody's aging though. Every, every last one of us in Someone's going to do something about it or they're not. But with all the marketing, like people are always going to be coming in for injections as long as the person they're going to is good and has a good reputation. Well, so statistically speaking, especially in the year 2023, our amount of, we do not have enough injectors in the US. We don't, we don't have enough trainers. We don't have enough injectors. Like there are so, there's the need is insane. Just like we don't have enough primary care providers or OBs. Mm -hmm. So I think people are like, well, it's saturated. Well, this area is saturated. I'm like, no, it's not saturated. There are so, like, just what we said, there's so many patients, there's so much abundance. But again, I think scarcity, that mindset, like when I first started, this is for the new injectors. I shit you not, like I come from the hospital setting with plastics, came Mm -hmm. out. I was like, oh, I'll do the pet spa thing. I had one patient a day. Some days my book was open. I had zero patients. I'd come home with a $500 paycheck to my husband who's like in finance and he's always <laughs> been supportive, but he's like, okay, good job with your $500 working for two weeks. Not like, but then it taught me like very good skills about, I went to the gym. I went to soul cycle. I would sit naked in the freaking um, like changing room. And I would say, Oh, Hey, Oh, I hear you talking about skincare. Well, this is what I recommend. And I'm Erica Berry. At that time I was Botox bunny. Botox on Instagram, you should follow me. My practice is right across the street. Come in for a free consult. And I would literally go out into the community. And then that's how I slowly, slowly, slowly built. Um, it doesn't, I think now everyone's like Instagram. I have to have all, like no one cares about followers. My yeah. influencers don't even have Instagram. My influencer, the, the church, you know, like I have this Gloria from, from my parents' church. Mm-hmm. I did her full face rejuvenation. She literally told like 50 church ladies, like, that's just spreads like like they you at coffee hour they talk like believe me that yes. the stuff they talk about I'm like I don't even want to know but like you're like what you talking about a church <laughs> but like going to the gym like that's what yes. I'm big into you don't need to post you don't need to like do all that crazy thing like it doesn't matter how many followers you have it matters your your reputation your work and then ask someone hey you liked your results do you mind writing a Yelp review do you mind telling ten friends like little things like that. And that's a big thing, but those little things, like you said, and when you had the consistency and you had the discipline in doing those seemingly little things yeah. add up to look at the business that you have, you know, that you guys have now, it's like, yeah. that's, it's, it's, it's amazing what you guys have built. And, you know, so like with your Patreon, like, so question, so with your Instagram, obviously you have a lot of followers and things like that, but at what point 
in like did you always want to be an educator the way that you have been because i know a lot of people dance on instagram they're twerking on instagram you might do some of that in your stories but we're not going to see it <laughs> we're not going to see it on your page page yeah so at what point did you say i'm going to be an educator like when was that like your thing oh my gosh i still have imposter syndrome where i don't feel like an educator like i feel I feel like I learned something and then I like have to like spit it out. Like I learned something crazy. And then I literally like run on, like I learned from Dakota. Um, he's Tampa Toxaholic. I think he's a new Instagram yeah. handle. And he, he basically was on, I was on live with him. I was like, yeah, I hit my mom's DLI to asymmetrical smile. And Dakota's like, you know, you could take up Neek and like put it in the mucosal membrane and it will help it. Cause it like stops at snap 25 for the Botox. I'm like, what? Like you're crazy. And then I tried it and it worked. And I'm like, I have to let everyone know because like, if it helps me, it can help like all these people. And I figure like, if I can help one other person, cause we all go to gym, we all have complications. We all have unhappy patients. It will make me a better provider and it'll make my patients happier and safer. And then a patient in Connecticut or New York or California, it might help them. And so that's when Patreon really learned to me, basically learning something and then spitting it out and learning something. And a lot of people, okay, so you're in Connecticut and New York area. I'm in DC. We, I can like throw a rock and like hit Wasim. Like he's lives so close to me or, you know, I'm really close to like a train or a plane. There's some people that live in like Idaho or Montana or Canada. I people, I've like Australian Patreon people. Wow. They might not have that access to training or have like be able to spend five grand on a cadaver lab. So I think for me, I wanted to like give access to people that maybe have six kids. Maybe they like can't physically leave their practice. Like they're the sole mm -hmm. provider in their practice. Um, so I, again, I don't feel like an educator. I feel like a, I tried something, it didn't work. This is how I fixed it. And this is what worked for me. So it's a lot of me like making mistakes. And the first two years you're injecting, you're going to make so many mistakes. So I tell my new injectors do this, bring your patients back in two weeks. And then if they're able to come back in three months, like always do continuation of care and you'll be surprised how happy they are. And people are like, my patient doesn't want to come back. I'm like, no, no, homegirl spent $800. She wants to come back. Um, and that's what I learned. I'm like, oh, Karen, you like your Botox? No, 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 I hated it. Why? <laughs> why didn't you like it? Like, I want to know why. Well, I, I'm frozen here. I'm like, well, you're frozen because I learned, then I learned how to talk to patients. I'm like, oh, well, that's, that's freezing because I'm, I'm taking the world's most deadly paralytic and injecting it into your muscles. So you got to be okay with that. Um, so yes. then I've learned setting it up like a 30 minute appointment. It's 20 minutes of me talking and explaining and then 10 minutes of the actual injecting. Interesting. And, and I, th I think that's a, a, another thing that I really like to touch upon, taking that time to speak to your patients and actually doing a proper console and putting them at ease because sometimes those expectations aren't set properly and then people are so disappointed after because they don't know what's going to happen what possibly can happen or what have you because people are just like oh get in the chair yeah. go and it's like no oh yeah no i i swear i'm like my patients are happy because i'm like a magician i'm not a magician my patients are happy because my brain and their brain sees the exact same thing, which is mm -hmm. hard because like I eat and breathe aesthetics. So they, I can't expect them. So the only way to get them on my like same train track mm -hmm. is to literally explain everything. And I, I physically, I use Shakira's um, consult forms, injectors club. It's like this form and it has a calendar, yes. has like all of the procedures, the costs, the Instagram handles. And I literally write out in January, we're doing Botox. 
March, you're going to come back for more Botox and then we're going to do eight point lift. And then you're going to do Morpheus. Like I physically write it out because they have no idea. Like they have yes. no clue. Um, so setting those expectations, like, Kate, hey, Karen, you're 65. You've never <laughs> seen a Botox needle in your life. You, it took you 65 years to get here. Don't think I'm going to fix you in one hour. Like you got back to 30 it. in an hour. <laughs> I know. Like what? But they think, cause they see in like social media as like the biggest downfall of our society because they yeah. see, they see like, wow, look at that before and after. I'm like, yeah, but read the caption. Like it says it took, you know, 30 syringes and three, like it, it people don't see that. So really exactly. studying, I say buy low, sell high, set mm-hmm, the bar mm-hmm. low, and then wow, their expectations. And that's in anything in life, right? Like your toddler, the way you treat your toddler and you like give him those little, like you don't say like, look, I have all this candy for you. No, you take out the one piece of chocolate and give it to him. Mm-hmm. Same thing with your patients. Treat your patients like a toddler. Explain everything. Yeah, I, I really love that. And another thing that I really loved about what you do is the, you know, having them come back in two weeks. And then, you know, there, there's something I call BAM fam in my industry. I call it book a meeting from a meeting. And it's like, so if you're yeah. sitting down with someone, that's the time. And then you have that treatment plan because I think, you know, experienced people or people don't have confidence in themselves. They don't develop that really comprehensive you know, long-term treatment plan because they're scared. Like, oh yeah, she'll call me when she's ready to come back in. Like, baby, that's not how medicine works. Wow. It's medicine. No, no. She's on Instagram being like, oh, who's this injector bunny? Oh, she's doing a Black Friday special. Yes, please. Like, you gotta set, like, I don't, I'm not saying I capture my patients and like force them to see me, but like their book of, a, they, they book out a full year for me. They do three neurotoxin appointments every four months. So starting in January, then April, like they're booking them out. And then you set the, the filler usually every six months and then you Sculptra. And then they can like, shit happens. They get pregnant. There's, you know, a death in the family. They have lots mm-hmm. of jobs. Like things can change, but at least that appointment's set. So yes. it's like, you know, if not, I tell them like, I can't get you in. Like, if you want to come see me in April, you got to book now. Because um, yes. I think people get like, where like, they get nervous over that. Because I get that, it's, um, you know, it takes time. But important, yeah. continuation of care. Yeah, it really is. So, okay. So I just want to make sure everyone knows all the different ways they can like get access to you. So of course you have your Patreon, mm-hmm. you have Aesthetic University, mm-hmm. you have, um, oh my goodness, tell me the other ones. <laughs> well, Moksha is where my practice is. And then yeah. just um, Injectors Club. So Injectors Club is something I just hear And Injectors mm-hmm. Club is at first I was like, is this going to work? But it's like gone. It's it's crazy. It's like popped off because wow. what we do there, it's Shakira's thing. Really. I just joined to like get a part of it. Cause I'm like, this is amazing. We do consult pads. So we just, we basically make these pads and we monetize them for the practice. Like you can do whatever, like for Audrey, we can do like way less Audrey and Boston, New Hampshire. And then we can customize it for your Instagram handles. And then all the procedures, like if you have Morpheus or Vivace or cool sculpting and the pricing, and then we have that calendar because patients love when you write things down and they like love yes. to see it. And then mm-hmm. electronically book them, they get the emails and texts as well, but they love to see it written out. And then like mm-hmm. the AM skincare routine, the PM skin, you know, skincare routine. Mm-hmm. So I started doing that and then it popped off into doing Botox cards where it's like the dilution and how to do different dilutions and hash marks. And then for you, like, definitely this falls in your category. It's a networking card. So it's this card you literally tap to the back of a phone and then your <laughs> whoever gets all of your information, your before and afters, and yes. it goes right into their phone. And then they what? can save the contact. Yeah. It's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. And so it's just, 
popped off and people are like, yeah, I live in Idaho. I don't have access to go to these things. So like, I think that was the biggest thing I've done in the past year because it just gives access to all injectors. Like before it used to be these big plastic surgeons, no offense to plastic surgeons, but they were the injectors. And then their nurses were their assistants. Now it's like these nurses, nurse practitioners, PAs owning their own practice. And I'm like, this is amazing. It like is. 23 is going to be incredible, but they need people like you teaching them like how to be a like empowered woman, how to give a consult, how to be like legally responsible. So uh, I can't wait for 2023. Yeah, 2023 is going to be great. It is going to be a big year. And then the last thing before I let you go is yeah. the social media thing. I have, you know, younger injectors who talk to me and, you know, and they'll be like, I don't have time for social media or I'm scared of social media or I just want my stuff to be perfect. And I'm like, maybe um, in my brain, I, I say perfectionism is the death of success. Um, but tell me a little bit about, you know, just if you can give some pearls about how you manage your social media, how you kind of plan out what you want to put out to the world. Do you have a yeah. system for it? Which I'm sure you do. If you could just kind of yeah. pearls on that and then you guys absolutely for the rest. Well, I love things to organically happen. I'm like a very yogi hippie about like organic things, like don't force things but you have to allow yourself to like have that creative juice. So if you're not a morning person, like don't do Instagram in the morning. If you're not a night person, like don't do it at night. But what I would, at the beginning, I scheduled one hour for myself in the morning and one hour in the evening, even if it was like before the baby woke up or after, but like you had to do one hour in the morning, one hour at night. And then I love this Harvard study. They basically had this study and it was this photography class. And the professor broke up the class into half. 30 people, group A, 30 on group B. Group A had to do a post every day. Didn't matter what it was. They got an A, they posted 30 times in 30 days. That's all they had to do. Didn't matter content, didn't matter how good it was, just a post a day. Then group B had to post just one post in the semester. One single post, but it had to be the most perfect post with the perfect caption, the most likes, the most engagement, but just one post. Well, obviously group A, the group that just had to post random things organically, didn't have to think about it, didn't care what it looked like. Throughout the month, they got better and better and better because they found out what was engaging to their audience or what they were interested in. And then throughout the month, they really, really excelled versus group B, they actually struggled so badly because they're like, what's perfect? What is my, like, they couldn't tell what their audience liked. So I say, if you're trying to grow a social media following, you have to post, it seems ridiculous but you have to figure out what works for your audience. So I would say post three times a day, post three times a day. It's insane. But just like getting in shape, morning, lunch, and evening. Watch your engagement, meaning go to your insights and see the most likes, were memes liked, were Kardashian content liked, with before and afters, educational, find out what your audience is looking for. And then you have to do 10 to 15 stories a day. People are like, how the hell do you do that? I'm like, literally, I, I can do a story right now. I have two cell phones. And I can just yeah, do a story. Yeah. Like you just have to get on there. I was actually in the middle of the post. That's funny. Um, and you just literally right now, I'm going to do a story. All right, guys, hey guys. I'm doing woo, woo, podcast time with your girl. Click here and you can follow her and she's going to post it soon, but it's all things, social media, injecting complications, Patreon. <laughs> and that's it. And like, you have to just, 
engage with your audience, be real. Don't yes. care about what you look like. If you're really subconscious, throw on a freaking filter. But I think the thing is just get out there, do it. Yes. Doesn't matter if you hate it, watch, you can go delete it. Like just hit delete. But mm-hmm. I think people, it's like discipline to work out. Yes. Oh, I'll do it. Or I'll do it for three days. And then they stop for 12 days. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. consistently every, even if you're just walking on a treadmill, get your ass on a treadmill for an hour a day. Yeah. And then if you're too tired, you could hire someone for social media as well. Like you don't mm-hmm. have to do it. Um, but it has to be done. If you want an aesthetic business and you want to have a successful aesthetic business, you gotta have a social media, at least page to show what you're doing, what your treatments are, your before and afters and who you are. Cause it's scary enough to come in and get injected. People feel confident coming to me because they know me, they know my kid, they know my husband, they know my house. Like they Mm -hmm. feel confident. So that takes that fear piece away. And now it's just, oh, I'm fearful of the needle and the pain. So, yes. And I I love that, you know, and so that's what we're going to kind of leave you guys with today, that little social media tidbit and, you know, and what I, what I noticed that you're building and what's really what people gravitate to with you is that personal branding, your personal brand is strong. And since it's so strong, it feeds all of your other you know, feeds all of your businesses, the offshoots of you. So, you know, you guys, if it's your personal Instagram, definitely like totally show people who you are. Be showing up crazy in my stories. Like, like Erica said, I'd be like, hey, and I don't have as many followers as her, but I've built a steady following to keep them going up and up with the people that I want to be my following because I'm just myself. And I post things that resonate with me. Yeah. And I and- Followers, they don't, it doesn't matter. Like I honestly, the Instagram pages I follow, they don't have a hundred thousand, 200,000. It's, it's, am I engaged in their content? Like that's all I care about. I don't care if I have 300,000 followers because they might be in England or Australia. They're not flying to see me. (laughs) I care patients and chairs, patients and chairs for my instructors. That's all I care about. And so I want my community to follow me. I want them to be engaged with me. I could care less about other people. I just want my community and patients. Community. And you guys make sure you get yourself a little church lady like Erica has. I'm talking about all your stuff. I'm telling you, those church ladies, like you gotta keep them happy. But though they they have such a close-knit community. And like that's what I'm saying. Gym, church, you find your community where you are, and then you build yes. your clientele. Like when yes. you're bringing these these patients with unrealistic expectations, I'm like, you gotta say no to that because you don't want that in your practice. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I am sure we could. T- oh my God. This is so good. We could talk for like an hour on this stuff, but guys, you need yeah. to go. I'm going to put all the links to all of her things inside the show notes. If you're not a Patreon member of hers, definitely get into Patreon. They have classes with the aesthetic university, join the injectors club on Instagram. And if you're a patient, I, I don't know why you'd be listening, but if you are, you know, when you're in DC, aesthetics. thanks. Erica, oh my God. It's been so great talking to you. I wish we could, we could totally go hours on this stuff because this is all stuff that I'm so excited about. But um, oh my God, we're going to do this again. Yes. Oh, and Injectors Club has a website. It's injectorsclub.com if you want to see that consult form. Beautiful. Yeah. So I'm going to put all those things in the show notes and everyone, you guys snag those. Don't don't Yay. wait. 2023 is coming. You got to be prepared. Yay. Love you, boo. Thank you for having me. You too. Did you learn something? Then please leave us a review. I appreciate your feedback. It means the world. See you next week.